The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When the disciples had gathered around Jesus on the hillside, he began to teach them, When you are praying, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then in this way, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us to the time of trial, but rescue us from the evil one. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. The Gospel of the Lord. As we continue our Lenten journey, our readings give us wonderful insights about how we can deepen our faith, how we can bear more fruit. In the first reading, we hear that wonderful metaphor in Isaiah chapter 55 about the power of God's word, how God's word is like the rain that comes down from heaven, waters the earth, brings forth new life from the ground. So the word of God is powerful to do the same, except in a much more heightened way which is why we're called to read the scriptures daily and meditate upon them and ask, how do the scriptures, or what I read this morning or this afternoon, affect me? How am I called to live this out in a deeper way? When we do that on a regular basis, then this metaphor applies to us, and we bear fruit in ways that we haven't even anticipated. The second is prayer, and that's the gospel, Jesus thinks so highly of prayer that he teaches his apostles and us the perfect prayer. Notice how it begins, our Father. It reminds us that we are community. It's not my Father, it's our together Father, which means that we are brothers and sisters of one another, truly children of God. There are seven petitions in the Our Father. Three of them are directed toward the glory of God. So, Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, and your will be done. That's a beautiful way to begin a prayer, is to acknowledge who God is and give him the glory. Well, then there are four petitions that apply directly to us. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors, and do not bring us to the time of trial, but rescue us from the evil one. A beautiful thing about the Our Father is it applies right through our lives to the past, the present, and the future. To the past in the sense that we're asking God to forgive us of our debts, of our sins that we had committed in the past. And then it says, give us today our daily bread, the present, and that's just not food, but it's the super substantial above nature bread of the Eucharist, which is why you're here. And then it applies to the future when we ask, do not bring us into the time of trial, but rescue us from the evil one. Rescue us from those future temptations that are going to plague us. So 
past, present, and future are all covered under this beautiful prayer. Finally, our readings ask us to pay close attention to how we are worshiping God. And that's the psalm response from Psalm 34, which is also powerful. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name. When we worship God, we change. Our interior becomes transformed. The Old Testament tells us that in the book of Nehemiah, chapter 8, the joy of the Lord is my strength. When we praise the Lord, we grow in strength. So all of these three ways, the word of God and prayer and worship, let's do those daily and just feel the strength as we become more radiant or in tune with God's will and then ready to bear fruit to the glory of God.